All right, welcome to another edition of Mike Checker, the show where I talk to dope people doing dope things. I got I got family of family in the house tonight. Um, everybody knows the the oracle, the bishop. Uh, <laughs> this is his wife that is on the podcast tonight. E <laughs> and her man CJ of the Pew Babies. Now I don't know you like Pew Babies. They probably like what? what's going on? We talking about Jesus today. Jesus, <laughs> the pew babies are here. We are not gonna be ratchet because Jesus is here. We could be a little, we could be a little ratchet. <laughs> I know, no, y'all messing up my whole thing. I was doing a whole Jesus week. I was kind of oh, okay, 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 okay. Go on, praise the Lord. This is the Jesus. Right. We ain't doing it no more. We canceling Jesus week. You know, <laughs> you can't cancel Jesus week. Well, the Pew Babies are here with us. Thank y'all for coming on. I appreciate y'all y'all doing this. Come and check out and do my checker. Thank you for having us. We appreciate mm -hmm. it. Yes, we and, do. And yes, I forgot that they call him the Oracle because he yes. do know everything. <laughs> <laughs> about They call him that because he knows everything about comic books, uh, anime. anime, everything. <clears throat> yes, man is full of knowledge. Yeah, that's, the, that's my man. That's my man. <laughs> So let's jump right into it as to a little bit of you all's background. Um, how did you all decide to come up with the show Pew Babies uh, in general? Like, what was the, the inception and idea behind it? CJ, you want to take that? Sure, I'll take it. Um, okay. This is a concept, something that we uh, had talked about and <clears throat> starting by sitting at the kitchen table, just laughing, goofing around, uh, myself, uh, e and the Oracle. Come on, somebody. And we call him the Bishop. Yes, we call him the Bishop, but we go if he's the Oracle, we know he has many names, so we'll go by <laughs> Oracle. That's fine. <laughs> but uh, sitting there goofing, uh, we are pew babies. Uh, for people who don't know what pew babies are, that is individuals who grew up in the church as a baby. Pretty much every day and aspect of your life was church. We had family members that eat, breathe, and sleep church. Um, now, just because you're not necessarily still in church doesn't mean you're no longer a pew baby. We still know God, love God very much. But, um, you know, we're not necessarily in church as deep as some may per se or whatever. You know, we have had our experiences with the world, of the world, and sitting at the table laughing, going around, we said, all this material, all these different shows that are out here right now, People will want to hear what we got to say. People want to hear uh, the individuals who can give you the opinion or ideal of the church as well as uh, the no-so uh, the, the streets. Exactly, right. the streets. <laughs> and um, we started off, it was going to be a podcast where we were just going to be talking. Um, you know, as time went on, life happened. Um, there was deaths, there was pandemics, all kinds of stuff that happened. And then we finally said, you know what? We're going to step out. We're going to do it. Uh, we got the right connections. It evolved like the show is still evolving. And now you have the Pew Baby Show, and we'll have season three coming soon. What about from your perspective, E? So it, it's pretty much the same thing he said. Um, you know, we both grew up, our families were, were in leadership. Um, and so we got a chance to see a lot of the behind the scenes stuff, you know, like once your uh, relatives or, you know, you are in a leadership position, 
you do get a chance to see the other side. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, me and him, we would just reminisce on things that happened when we were coming up in the young people's group, uh, just different meetings that we were a part of, different things we got a chance to see behind the scenes. And, uh, you know, the church world, especially Black church, is a completely different world. Like if you, if you, if you don't know what I'm talking about, then you won't know. But I guess the best way to describe it, it's like religious Game of Thrones in a way. <laughs> it can be. It can be. Uh, sometimes it could be very political. Um, sometimes it can be uh, very encouraging. You know what I mean? Because everybody always talks. Of course, the headlines are always going to talk about the negatives of church. Um, but there are a lot of positives, too. Uh, but we kind of touch on everything, the negatives and the positives. And we try to answer a lot of the questions that people who didn't necessarily grow up in church have, like, why y'all do this? And what's up with wearing skirts only? And why y'all can't wear makeup? And why y'all bashing the homosexuals? Can you smoke weed? Or is that a bad thing? And, you know, just kind of uh, bringing light and bringing a discussion about all those uh, difficult topics that they don't want to talk about it in front of the church, but that people do it anyway. So, <laughs> so I, I'm I, I I told you even when we talked before. I'm a part-time P baby. I grew up in the church, Missionary Baptist Church. Every Sunday, Sunday school, the whole night. Not as extreme as every day, like some people were. That's why I was like, is it a part-time? If you have to go every Sunday, and you got to do the Christmas speech and Easter speech, and See, go to vacation Bible school. Like, is, that was like what does that fit on the pew baby, like, uh, uh, spectrum? Spectrum? Yeah. Okay, so me and him. <laughs> like, like, I mean, I, I was on the young deacon board. You know, I had to change it, singing in children's choir. But I didn't have to do, like, every day like some people do. But you I had to participate a lot. You still a pew baby. Oh. <laughs> right, right. If you went three out of the seven days. No, you, I didn't you, go you, three, one. And then okay. maybe. And then, and then, but I had to go to Sunday school earlier. And okay. then maybe like a, a like a, a choir once a week, maybe. Okay, okay. Maybe. Well, out of ten, if ten being you know the highest, one yeah. being the lowest, that might get you about a two point five, maybe a three. Okay, you know what I mean? okay. Because and I'm saying we, me and him, we will be considered tens because we were <laughs> every day, every day of the week. Okay. Yes. Um, Friday night. Now you know you was a pew baby if you was going to Friday night service yeah because uh, don't no, nobody only during revival week only during revival week no we used to no. have regular friday night service where it's about 15 people and you yeah. might have you a guest speaker from uh greenville illinois that's gonna come over and then you're gonna <laughs> drive all the way to uh what lambert's get you some chicken real quick mm-hmm. down, come down, on at, back. down at, down at uh, sykes yes that's right. yes or go to denny's and then fellowship and you know brother doc the doc conversations. If you don't know mm-hmm. nothing about the doc conversations, you, Look, you might not, you know. Now, might now not really if you, I'm going to see how much a pew baby. Did y'all go to Delmonico's on Sundays after church service? Church folk don't even know what Delmonico's is. Oh, that's okay. another yeah, section of the church that y'all didn't know about. See, that, <laughs> see. <laughs> they, don't know either, what they don't know. They don't know what that is. Oh, it's a food place. So it used to be. It was like the Sweetie Pies before Sweetie Pies in the 90s, early 2000s. So Delmonico's is on Delmar and uh, Washington. Okay, or it was. Okay. It's not there anymore. 
Okay. Yeah, I was gonna say it's not there anymore. Yeah. No, but that was like after church, at least for the north side, like church people, maybe it's just all Baptists went there. And everybody would go there. You had to get there early. People was rushing out the door before benediction to get to Delmonico's before the, the rush. Okay. One of go to spots was Ponderosa. Ponderosa was a good one, yes. Ponderosa, Old Country Buffet. I was just to say Old Country Buffet was my Brian's. Uh, yep. if, if it's a late night, like, you know, we just had Revival. Uh -huh. or, or, or Watch Night, IHOP, Denny's. Uh, House. Yes, Waffle House. And then if you was with the young people group, because it's different groups, you know, you might only be at IHOP with the young people's group or Waffle House. But if you with your mama and them, if you like with Bishop, and you know, my grandmother is, was, is and was the assistant pastor. So if you hanging out with the leadership, you might be at Piccadilly's, you know yeah, what I mean? Ooh, that's what, is, that, <laughs> right. is that when you popping tags a little bit where you like, man, we finna go out. Right, that was the big ruffle Easter dresses and the socks. You know what I'm saying? We was flexing. Don't don't front like you ain't had a matching suit. I did. Right, Grandma dressed us all alike. No way. Dress with the red church hats. Look, that's look. That uh, see, see now y'all got me comfortable. Now I remember those days before I started backsliding. You know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, and, you can and slide back in. Yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, I, I'm, I, I'm a pew adjacent. Right. Pew adjacent. That's a new one. We're going to have to add that. Yes, I like pew adjacent. <laughs> we, we somewhere in pew adjacent right now. Okay. Well, let, let's, talk about, let's talk about that. So why are you all pew adjacent? That might be the title of this show. <laughs> pew adjacent. Right. That, that's a good title. Why do you pew adjacent, uh, Chris? Um, well, I'm, <laughs> um, I'm already looked at as the huge, big center, uh, because, um, I choose to be real, um, you know, when it comes to sexuality and all the above, uh, with me being bisexual, um, that's something that the church, oh my God, it's the biggest sin in the world. Yeah, but you we, have to remember, we got to dive into that, but keep going. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, I, I know God, I love God, I still have a very much so strong relationship with God than a lot of them that's in the church right now. And you know, just because you know, and I, I'm I know I'm not perfect, I know what I'm doing is not right. Um, after being in church for so long, I mean, literally, that's all I knew coming up as a child into my teenage years graduating. Church, church, church. I was a minister, preacher, traveled out of town, all the above. And, you know, I, I, to a degree, I got burnt out because <laughs> I didn't get a chance to, I was living life, but, you know, they love to say in the church, it ain't nothing out there in the world. It ain't nothing in the streets. Right. That's not true. That's a lie. It's a lot out here in the streets and a lot out here in the world that you can experience, especially when you have gone through church hurt and being hurt from the church. And that's a whole other story by itself. So, you know, and other, other than having someone sit me down and tell me, no, you a sinner, this, this, that. I have enough respect for God and love him myself. I'll sit myself down because I know I wanted to live for a moment. All right, yeah. E, what about you? I'm sorry. Are you uh, Pew adjacent? Oh, so, um, it, you know, church burnout is a real thing, uh, especially like if you grew up the way that we did. 
where it was school and extracurricular activity, and then it was church, 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 church. And so um, you kind of, I don't know if on uh, Lando Cal, if y'all ever talked about Attack on Titan, the show. Of course, or you, of course we have. Okay. So you know how those people live in the walls yep, and they yep. just wanted to see what was outside the walls. Mm -hmm. So basically when you grew up in church like that, nine times out of 10, church kids grow up wanting to know, well, what's outside the four walls of the church? Like Chris just said, there is, they always tell you there's nothing. So it's like the Amish kids. It's like Amish kids when they, when, cause like, I guess yep. it's a point where before you become fully Amish, you have to go live like in the world for like a year or two or some, I forgot it's a time. It's called a certain phase, like basically when they're 18, 19, you have to go live in like the real world and decide if you want to come back and really be Amish. Okay. Okay. See, that's yes, some heard. information that I didn't have. Yeah, yeah. I've heard about that before. Okay. But it, it kind of feels that way. Like you're, you're in the world and I hate to put it in air quotes because we all in the world, but, <laughs> uh, you know, we go to public school and, you know, you, you go to school with people. And so, you know, what's out there, but they try to make it seem like, you know, it's nothing out there. And like he just said, it's a lot out there. And so for me, when I w went away to school, I was like, well, this is my opportunity to see what's out there. You know what I mean? And, and, and learn and rediscover myself. And um, I'm better for it, honestly, because it, broaden my perspective because when you grow up in church you know the little perspective they gave you it, it's so limited you know what I mean like they want you to look dress act speak exactly how they want you to and then when you get out there and you discover the real world for yourself you realize no this perspective is limited you know what I mean that everybody isn't like that and you can't talk to people like that you know what I mean you can't just say to somebody that's in the LGBTQ a I plus community. Uh, you can go yeah, in the you, like, you on it. You on it. You on it. I mean, you know, it's so many letters. I can't yeah. keep up. But um, you know, it's a way to talk to people, and, and it's a way to approach people. And uh, you know, I'm glad for the experiences that I had outside the church because really, it was those experiences that I had outside the church that taught me how to deal with That's church right. people. So That's when right. I started coming back to church. Um, it was, you know, I was ready. It was just like, oh, okay, you mad? Okay, that's cool. You know, that's fine. You know, because church can be kind of political when it comes to positioning and who your family is. Yep. You know what I mean? Who you associate with. Um, and in, in a certain community, everybody knows everybody. So, yep. um, you know how yep. to govern yourself. Well, I, I'm, I've learned how to govern myself and how to move strategically and politically um, with these people. And I know people are going to be like, I didn't know it was about that. Yeah, it could be very political, especially if your family is is in leadership. It's very political sometimes. Or so it's called like Rumspringa for Amish people. Amish kids called Rumspringa. At the okay, age of 16, okay. they, have to, they let, make them go out into the world and then they can decide if they want to come back and be fully Amish at 16. It was a show about that, right? Yeah, but that show was yeah. like exaggerated. Well, you know how reality gets exaggerated. Mm -hmm. It's a real yeah. thing, though. I don't know if it's, it's like that. I mean, you know, somebody yeah, just maybe just drinking soda. Like for somebody <laughs> like that, Amish, they like drinking soda is like an out, you know, out of bounds yeah. thing. So like, it, like that's what the really it is for real. Like, oh, they go into a club for a minute. It ain't like 
man, we even be doing coke. We even be doing uh, pro- they ain't, that's extreme. Like, like don't put them people in that box where they just going like all the way to craziness. Let's say that they gonna just do regular people stuff and decide right. want to be Amish and get in that. That's it. Get right. in the apartment, right. watching TV. Like that's like that's that's not Amish though. You know what I mean? Exactly. Right, right. That's exactly. abnormal to them. They never experienced exactly. It. So don't make it. People don't make when when we saying that they're having a rites of passage. Just like them, them playing PlayStation is them having uh being outside the boundaries mm-hmm. and doing seeing the world. It ain't got to yeah. be extreme when we're talking about that. And same right. thing with y'all is what I'm is what I'm ascertaining. To a degree, yeah. Like for me, like you ain't got to be know, going crazy. You just want to experience wreck of life to a certain extent with outside the boundaries of the the four walls of the church. Exactly. And like yeah. myself, I was in ministry and I was a leader in the church. So my scrutiny was even more than the regular church gore. I, you know, I, it was a whole lot that I couldn't say or do and all the above because I was in the ministry. Mm-hmm. But, you know, once you get a taste of getting outside the church and actually experiencing what the world has to offer. And then what the big thing was for me, people outside the church was treating me better than people in the church. Ooh. That's a whole nother Ooh. argument by itself. Wow. Dang. Mm-hmm. Dang. Let's, let's jump right into it then. Let's just, yeah, what, what no, was that the... <laughs> was a hard one to but you know, that's what we do. We like to talk about real stuff. Yeah, no, right, I see. I, 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 I have my other questions here, but uh, we let's just jump right into what you mean by that. How do you feel that people outside were treating you differently or better than the people inside the church? Um, it's amazing, you know, the church, the, bar, the word of the Lord says, by love and kindness have I drawn thee, or will I draw thee? And you can go, you know, <laughs> the word also says, ye without seeing cast ye the first stone. It's something about when you become a backslider, especially to people who known you for your works and what you used to do and all the above. And once you backslide, you're like the black sheep. You're the worst person of all. And when you come back around and you make your presence known, you can feel a whole vibe when you walk through the door. Yep. You got people now I have a question for you with the backslide. And this is, this is, I've always thought about this. Are you really a backslide? And what if you got money? Is your backsliding a little bit different? Like if you come back and you a CEO and got 10 million, you walk in, but you were backsliding, but you show back up. Is it like, oh man, we just missed you. Or is it different? The backslide different when you just work at Meineke? <laughs> it's different. <laughs> it's different. That, I, I was wonder. I always wonder when they, because they always, when they always portray the backsliding person, it's like the person that is like you know super down and they look. What about the backsliding person come back and they got money? Do y'all treat them the same? Like, no, they look at them the same way, but it's a different attitude in that backslider itself because like someone like myself and E, uh, I've done very successful for right. myself since <laughs> I haven't been in the church. And when I come in there and see some of them in the same position where they are right now, and you've been here with God all this time. What's going on? <laughs> what's going on? Why are you stuck in a comfort zone? <laughs> That's a whole nother subject by itself as well. <laughs> Yo, y'all a few babies, y'all wild. Y'all wild. <laughs> <laughs> we saying something without saying. Right, right, right. <laughs> no, I love it. I love the nuance. I love the nuance. I love the nuance. Mm-hmm. So. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Just to chime in on that. Yeah. And then it depends on what your position was before you left. You know what I yeah. mean? Like if you held a leadership position, 
Um, and, and I get where you were going with if you came back, you know, paying tithes and dropping, you know, dropping yeah, that's dollars. What I'm yeah, you know is, what is, I mean? Is, is the forgiveness uh, a little bit on the speed track? You know, like, <laughs> you know what? It really just depends on your leader. You know what I mean? And like the, the pastor of that church and what their motivations are, because they might say, okay, we appreciate your offering, but you, you still got to go through, you know, Bible class. You still got to yep. go through uh, this. Well, I'm going to pay training. for that. Not, I'm going to pay for somebody else to come for me. And then they're going to relay to me what was discussed <laughs> in Bible class. It don't work like that. Was it rich don't work like to that. Do that. Like, in no, some no. places it might. Some. <laughs> it's some. But I haven't experienced that because, you know, that's Sometimes always been like, one of my goals is to do that, to send a representative to church for me. Like, a proxy. Like, <laughs> yeah, a a proxy. Proxy. <laughs> my proxy is here. Yeah, right. they'd be like, You you was at church? Yeah, I was there. Go <laughs> well, again, depending on your leader, you right. know, they might call you on the phone and be like, Sir, when you coming back? <laughs> I was there. Then you see my 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 uh I, I the little church offering it was in no. a, in my name my check everything it was there I was there yeah now some leaders you, you know to be serious for a second some yeah. leaders uh do care about your soul and your salvation yeah. and they will take the time to give you a call on the phone and say yeah you know I, I know you're watching online I see you sent your offering through Giveify you sent but, your proxy uh, <laughs> yeah you know. I seen all of that, but you know, how you doing? You know, the doors of the church are welcome. And so it really depends on your leader because some leaders do take the time to invest in the person and, and some leaders are okay. You know, and then some churches are so big, they don't have that time for one-on-one. Like I, they might not even know you wasn't there. Like it's it's a hundred thousand people here. How do I yep. know you wasn't there? But uh, I, I remember uh, the late, great James A. Johnson if you have driven over 70 and you see that church called Bethesda, it has a flame at the top. Yeah, right uh, off of uh, Bermuda, right? Yes, yep. off of B Bermuda Road and James A. Johnson Lane. Um, he was one of the leaders that took the time to get to know you. Like he would always try to know your name and your face and yep. associate your family and all of that. So that's an example of a leader who was invested in the people, you know, yep. so. There's a difference. There is a difference. <laughs> so, so what? What you all show? What? 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 What topics y'all covering on the pew babies? You know, for our people that, you know, uh, uh, I would say eighty percent. I've never polled my audience, but eighty percent of my fullest backsliders. I'm, I'm definitely sure eighty cool. percent of my uh, backsliders. That's who we here for. We here okay. for the pew adjacent. <laughs> yes, uh, some of these people ain't a pew adjacent. They just adjacent. They ain't even pew adjacent. We here for them too. We adjacent too. Right. We have friends that are adjacent, that are atheists, that uh, believe other things. We, we're we not the type of people that condemn you for not believing what we believe. If you're a Muslim, if you're Jewish, if you're an atheist, if you're a Satanist, if you uh, practice witchcraft, you know, we don't have time to mix witchcraft. and mingle Ooh, words. Too, yeah. Hey, 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 there's some people out it's here. A real, it's a real it's thing. It's a real thing. Yeah. <laughs> Just and, not you know, no, nah, they really out here with, with yeah. you know, but anyway, um, <laughs> I know some people, I know some people, but um, I don't have time for that because judge, being judgmental is a big part of the reason why people do leave the church. Yep. Um, you know, we have learned how to coexist with other people and still believe what we believe and, and not, mm -hmm. you know, back down from that, but also know how to accept you for where you are and what you believe. That's and, uh, you know, so we, we here for everybody, but some of the show topics, 
uh, what are some of the show topics? Uh, Chris, uh, we talked uh, about we church got, hurt. We got church hurt. We got uh, racism in the church. People don't believe racism is in the church, but it really is. Is that you is that more of a colorism there. thing you're saying, or more of a straight up racism? Both. Both. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you have you have some people that believe there's only going to be white people in heaven. There's only going to be black people in heaven. That's a big thing. We're dealing yeah. with uh, the religious appearance. You know, that's dealing with how everyone, women are supposed to wear long skirts, no makeup, no jewelry, and how men are supposed to come in decent appearance. Don't wear no tight muscle shirts, showing off your biceps, triceps. You're 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 enticing the flesh. Uh, we have uh, one of the biggest episodes, Too Gay for the Church. That's one that's doing I, I, a lot. Let's, of let's go ahead and get into that because I was I was going to get into that in a second. If you, unless y'all y'all done with the uh, showing off with y'all shows, I do want to hit that topic. Well, I, I would say one more that we need to yeah. mention is Old Mary. People need to check out Old Mary. What is that? Yeah. Explain that one. Just what you think is about Mary Jane. Oh, I thought I thought it was my Mary, 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 like Mary. <laughs> no, it's old Mary. Yeah. <laughs> the 420. <laughs> 420. Oh, snap. Because it's a big thing. Weed is being legalized. And if you're willing to take all these other medicine and prescriptions for diabetes, high blood pressure, that is a medicine that's being prescribed now. And the church is going to have to get used to this is something that people are going to be doing now. Right. Yeah, I mean, shout out to Don Martin Luther King, who was uh, a, a, a traditionally a big time cigarette smoker. Yes. Like people don't know that. Like if you don't, I mean, people don't know that. Like that. Like King would be. That's how he got shot. Outside, he was taking, a, cigarette, he was taking a, cigarette. a cigarette break. Yeah, sure was. <laughs> no, people like, and it, but it, but to me, it humanizes Martin King. Like he was just a regular dude. Let me go take a take a cigarette break, and somebody shot him. <laughs> Yep. Right, because these niggas is getting on my nerves. Let me go smoke it. Exactly. You know, <laughs> give me a Lucy. Me That's exactly what I'll be thinking. I was like, man, these niggas. <laughs> I need a drag real quick. Right. You yeah, got you got like nerves down a little bit. And got himself shot trying to take a take a smoke break. Dang. But yeah, so let's let's get it. So uh, for you, CJ. You were you were a so you you were your track was to be the next pastor of X Y Z Church, right? Wherever the Lord was gonna take me, but yeah. <laughs> but I'm someone like on the track. Like I know there's certain mm-hmm. like setups. Like you do this, 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 and this. You have your own church. It's it's something. Exactly. Exactly. So you were on that that. So what made you? I mean, you said you were by you not were like you don't, um, but you are bisexual. What was it? What point was it where that because that's got to be a super dichotomy dilemma of this is who I feel I am and this is what I'm saying here. Like, mm-hmm. how does that like, how did you I know this got to drive you crazy for a while? Like, because you're it doing drove, two different things, you're washing two different hands. It drove me crazy for a very long time. Um, first thing I would say is get to know the person's story. One thing my, I was first introduced to uh homosexuality or uh my first experience was a man i was uh, a young kid and i was raped by one of the pastor's grandsons that was my wow. first couple of sexual experiences so wow. when anybody in the church try to look at me or say anything i'm gonna say 
you know, I don't fault the church or I don't blame the church, but if you're going to try to judge me and have all these preconceived notions, it was the church that started me in this direction. And when I say that, they look at me like I'm crazy because literally this is where I was all the time. And it was the pastor's grandson that introduced me to the lifestyle. Now, did I act on it myself right away? No, I was nothing but about four or five years old when this happened. And it didn't, you know, I didn't actively, you know, uh, sleep with a male or anything until further down the line. But you have to remember, this is my first experience. And at a young age, that's something that sticks with an individual. What would I mean? I mean, not to get too deep into it. I mean... I usually try to keep this lighthearted, but we didn't take the uh, took the left at Martha King real quick, and um... right. <laughs> we on the grassy knoll. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> so like, but did that person get prosecuted, or did anything happen to that person that put you into that situation? Um, well, it's, that's a very good question. Um, what hurt me, and what started with the church hurt at this very young age? My family, my mother and grandmother, were big on. Uh, you tell everything, no matter what they do, they tell you they're going to kill us, whatever, you better tell us. One of them type households. Mm -hmm. I told it. They went to the pastor's wife. She ridiculed me and lied and told lies, saying everybody that I was going to be a fag, this, gay, that. I was lying on the church, lying on the grandson. Speed up. After we left the church, that grandson is in jail right now for molesting other children. Other wow. Yep. And you can hear that full story on season one, episode five, <laughs> Too Gay for the Church. <laughs> there you go. That, that's that's that, uh, that, that, uh, that ABC after school special thing. Like, for more, go to. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. Seriously. So hold on, man. So was there, it, I, I mean, of course, you may not know that, but was there any, I wouldn't say retrib not retribution, but more of like, yo, we're sorry for that happening from that family, especially after this comes out. Somebody come back to you like, yo, we were wrong about that, that we about like, you know, some kind of like mm -hmm. remorse. Apology. I'm not saying, I'm, I'm trying to not remorse. Yeah, remorse, I guess, of like how we treated you previously. Uh, we, we end up going back to that church after the church that I was going to, the same one as E, because that's where we end up going. My family, how we end up meeting E and all the above and her okay. family, uh, which made our families combined, long story short. But uh, I end up going back over there to help that church. This was years after the fact. Um, long story short, the subject came back up. I come to find out the pastor. Now, this is the young man's grandfather who's about, he never even knew. The wife, she kept it secret. Wow. And this is at a different church for context. Yes, this is a different church. Because the, the church, church he and I grew up in was a Yeah, no, no, because he went back to the church. other church that he originally was from to help out. Yes. So yes. this whole time he didn't even, so she was the only one that knew. No, yep. well, she wasn't the only one. It was other people in the church that knew, but somehow, mm -hmm. some way, they kept it from him. And I believe that he didn't know because when we were talking about it, it was myself, my mother, him, and uh, the wife of uh, the first lady. He dropped his head straight down and just started rubbing his head. And he looked me dead in my eyes. He said, young man, I promise you, I never knew about this. If and so I what did his wife do? What did, did his wife just look out the window? Like, what is what's going on? She started, started crying, fake crocodile tears, saying, this is not true. This is a lie. But the locked up in jail, jail, right? Isn't he in jail? And that was my exact response. I said, how is it a lie? And he's in jail right now for the very same thing. What did she say then? The devil walked away. 
Oh. <laughs> because oh. truth, truth and darkness cannot coexist in the same space. So <laughs> she, <laughs> you know, <laughs> light and darkness and, cannot coexist. And then she's looking at her husband, who you know he clearly knows what his grandson is in jail for now, because come to find out, he even raped some of their own family members. Oh, so they you, they could have stopped this situation from other people exactly. being hurt if they would have exactly. took this in, in took your your uh, uh, not accusations your situation serious. Yes, but this is things that goes on not just in the church but everyday world and families all yeah, the above yeah yeah, yeah. It's just not the church with that that's that's in general in life so yeah. man so this this person did they are they still in jail now for it they're still in jail right now as wow. we speak so they were a serial molester Rape. i'm assuming yes most of it from what i was told most of the individuals were little boys. It was some little girls as well, but the main people who he had, who he molested and raped was boys. Wow, wow! And you would think going to the church about this now, uh -huh. where I'm supposed to get healed and be able to take all my sorrows and cast all my cares, I would get the help. But no, I was ridiculed and made to look like I was the problem. I was the issue, man. And so. Within that 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 situation, did man, this is heavy. Um, like, did 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 the other family people get reprieved? Like, was there anything for like, yo, we need to put all these people through counseling that have went through that I was affected by our grandson or whoever, like to help out. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, we gonna provide this counsel, or even if it's him, I'm not saying it has to be necessarily him, but something mm -hmm. to comfort the people that may have been affected. I know one other person personally, and this is a female who is one of, um, who's his cousin, who I found out, and this was just a couple of years ago, I didn't know that he had raped her. And her mother and my mother talked and cried and talked about it on the phone, was like, I didn't know. Um, I know she did get counseling for her personally, herself, but far as, you know, me ever getting any type of formal apology or anything. The pastor, he did tell me he was sorry that okay. day when he found out. But far as the full formal apology that I should have received, no, I didn't get it. I, I mean, him in that moment, and like I said, being from a man to man, I, I believe he didn't honestly know, and I accept this apology. Do I feel I'm owed an apology from her? Hell yeah. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> you the main one that started all these lies and boil on me. So the, my final question with this, and we'll move on to how you were like conflicted. Like, how much older was he then? Like, was he like teenager, twenty year old man? He's a teenager. He's a teenager. Yep. So he clearly knew what he was doing yeah. and what he was doing was wrong. Dang. Man. But then, and then and before he got arrested, apparently this went on for about twelve to fifteen more years before he actually got arrested. Man, that's the, that's the, uh, and then the thing is that it affects those people. They go out, they have to live their lives with that. And then maybe someone exactly. did that to him and that's why he became it. So now as a person, you have to check how you move just because exactly. you that, 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 that bad energy on you. And if they would have took what I said and actually put action, look at all those kids mm -hmm. who could have had a different life. 
how my life could have possibly been different if I wasn't actually ridiculed and made fun of. Right. Then this is how generational curses yes. and bounds and demons and all that come into play because of stuff like this. Man, so then you're you're matriculating through everything and you're now, now what point were you like, man, I can't live two different lives, like almost, because I'm, I'm sure you were like trying to figure out your sexuality on this side, but then still keeping your foot over here. It's like getting a new job. Like you don't, you don't, you don't quit the other job until you, you got this other job locked down. Like, right. so like, how was that, that process for you? And what, what was the point of breaking point? I did a lot of fasting and praying. Mm. That's one thing. And, and I, and I, I'm one person where I can talk from the standpoint, what are you going to do when fasting and praying isn't enough? Because I fasted and I prayed. I've done 40-day fast a couple of times. I've done all types of different fasts, not to get into it. And don't get me wrong. God is a keeper. God is a deliverer. God is a healer. God is a restorer. But it's all about trying to keep this flesh intact. If you get anything that gets your attention and, and, and leading into your question, what you just said. Now, while I'm doing all this preaching and fasting and praying and all that, now, the enemy had found another way to get my attention. I had males who were guest pastors coming to the church. And this is the church where I was with E, who would get done preaching the house down and then come in the pastor office, get butt naked and start masturbating in front of them. Oh, this is when totally where no word I didn't expect. Like, this is... <laughs> Girl! <laughs> oh, I told you, I'm going to give you all the real goody, gritty, ditty, gritty. Yeah. Yeah, it gets real. That's why I said we see a lot behind the scenes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And well, this was well, this I, I thought you said he was going to come back there and, uh, you know, lay hands. You didn't. I didn't know it was going to go. <laughs> yeah, and he was trying to lay hands. It wasn't those kind of hands, though. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and, and, and down low, preachers and pastors is a real thing, male and female. Male and, and, and female. I, and I do want to clarify. Um, the pastor at the church he and I went to also didn't know about no. their activity. You know what no. I mean? Um, mm -hmm. he, he wasn't aware because so in church, you know, we have things called armor bearers, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like younger men and women that are in training, like you were saying earlier, your trajectory is to go here. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But first you got to be kind of like an understudy. And so mm -hmm. at that time, not to tell your story for you, but just to clarify for the listeners, Chris was an armor bearer. You know what I mean? Ministering and also an, an understudy. Plus so, all my other hats I was wearing. Exactly. So when a pastor or a preacher, guest preacher gets done preaching, you know, sometimes they say, I need somebody to go back here with me and help carry my bag or, you know what I'm saying? Help me unbutton all these buttons. It's like being an assistant. It's like being an assistant. Exactly. And it's exactly. similar to, I know when um, someone, I forget, is it when you become a priest or like if you go on high up as a priest, like as a bishop or archbishop, mm -hmm. you have to be an assistant for someone to even become mm -hmm. a, I think it's a bishop, like our archbishop, you have to be like an assistant yeah. first before you can right. even become a bishop or something like that. Mm -hmm. And that's yeah, similar is what you're, it's basically what you're saying, Chris. And uh, exactly. 
Right, right. And I just want to make sure I broke that down for the uh, adjacent, you know, people that, that's not in church, you know, like. How for, do you for, for my people close? that are, are, are nowhere known in church, I'm going to give you an example. This is like when Puffy worked as an intern for exactly. uh, uh, for exactly. um, uh, Uptown Records. That's the only way you can become the, uh, the record label head. Exactly. So that's exactly. what they're doing, basically. <laughs> Perfect exactly. example. Perfect I, was the I was the number one numero uno go-to man. Mm-hmm. You were you was the top you was the top intern like that was like yeah. yo when the next A and R job open up CJ you in there <laughs> right <laughs> that's right that's right that's right and like I said this was multiple dudes that did this and I was well, never and not to get too gritty but just for my personal curiosity I might even edit this out. How do like is there a thing that you know, like I don't like I like I, I always wonder how even I'm talking about, even in a heterosexual situation where I was supposed to pull my dick out I don't even know like when is like how do I know like how like I don't even like <laughs> I'm talking about like how does somebody know that this is appropriate with you like and I'm talking about mm-hmm. and I always wonder that for women men whoever like how do you know this appropriate like like you're down mm-hmm. for this like I turn around I'm getting my ju- my juice and you got I'm like hold up they ain't even what I, I didn't say that. I believe me, I never forget. I, I as I sit here, I'm visioning, I can see it in my head right now as I'm talking. That's how vivid it is in my brain. I never I was standing at the door. Uh, I had locked the door because he was in the middle of changing, taking off his robe and clothing and everything. And I wasn't even really paying him no attention because this is something that I do so much and everyone's different and all the above. So I was standing to myself. And I had went to the kitchen area because it was a kitchen area in there as well. I went to go get some juice and water. When I came up out the door with the tray in my hand, there he was, butt necky, with it in hand, playing with it, tapping. You know how me and how we can do when we're being flirtatious. Giving me the whole- flirtation. I, I've never flirted like that, for the record. <laughs> 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 I, I, wait, that's what I'm saying. How do I know I was supposed to float like that? I didn't even know. I don't even. I didn't. That's not even in my like building mode to be like. You know, what? I'm just gonna get butt naked in front of this girl, just like you know. Just... That's because you're not a creep. That's, that's <laughs> exactly. why you're not a creep. Exactly. exactly. There's some crazy people in the world. That's what people yes, need to is. realize. Yeah. Wow. So th- this is so these these and this is these are multiple guests. Um. People that are coming to the church. Yes, preachers who came from out of town. This happened on a couple of times. Yes, in that office. Wow. So in my mind, I'm like, okay, God, I'm doing all this fasting and praying and doing everything I can to try to keep these feelings and emotions down. Because remind you, at this same time, I had a girlfriend. I was trying to date and talk to women and all the above. And then, you know, some I find women very beautiful and I was attracted to them. But you know. While I'm doing all this, and then you get hit in the face with this, and now it happened a couple of times. I'm like, well, God, how is it that they can sit up here and preach the house down? But yet, as soon as they come back here in the back room, they're ready to get it on with me. Mm. Okay. Uh, and they married. This, and they married. This cute babies. Y'all are wild. Yo, wild. And they married. Keep going. They keep going. CJ, keep going. <laughs> the tea is being poured. No, no, no. This, this is, is man, it's all, it's poor. I got to clean up the whole kitchen now. This is water all over the place. I'm in the, uh, <laughs> the tea is being poured. The table is spread, honey. Yes. 
entering same things now i'm just giving it from the man's perspective and from the you know dl gay all the above but this is stuff that happens to women as well yes it does that you have male preachers who capitalize and take advantage of them all the above this is stuff that goes this is things that the church don't want people to know and that's why we're talking about it because just like i've been affected and dealt with it I'm sure there's other millions out there who have had similar or same experiences with. Mm-hmm. I mean, because basically the, the the church is not immune to what's going on in the world, even though they don't want to be a part of the world. Exactly. exactly. So, like mm-hmm. anything, anything that can happen to any job, any family, anything. But you, it's almost like you have to be a part of the world to understand the world, because the same problems that's going on in the world is happening in your church. So, how do you edify yourself to to be a part or to to, to remedy yet? Yeah, exactly. Like, as women get sexually harassed at their job or at their, you know, at, at any place, they don't mean they're not going to be at church. That's right. 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 Just like I've had men approach me in the club. I've had uh, preachers approach me, bishops, you know what I'm saying? And they, they don't even, they don't even hide it. They just say, you think you're ready to be a bishop's wife? You think you're ready? Oh, so it, it, that's it's, the game. That's the difference. Instead of at the club, they ask you to for a drink, you want a drink. And, right. and the church is like, are you ready to be a bishop's wife? Are you it's ready so to be funny. First lady? Exactly. You ready to be you ready to be my first lady? And then they'll just tell you, like, I'm looking for a first lady and I believe that it's you. And you know, I'm intelligent. I knew that it was because of my family. Like they like, oh, okay, she come from good stock. Right, right. You know, right. her family is in leadership. <laughs> you know, they got that family business over there. They got some money. So yep. yeah, let me get with I can her. Marry you up. know what I mean? I'm 16, 15, 16. Oh, so hold 17. On. I'm thinking you're yeah. a grown person and this is happening. No, I mean, when I was an adult, yeah, too, but it started when I was 15, 16, you know, it started wow. there. You know, they would, men would say inappropriate things. Just uh, no different, no different than walking down the street on page. No different. No, no different. different. No different. I could have been 15 first ladies by now. <laughs> Dang. So, been so is there a business now? Now, the Pew, uh, uh, we may need to make a Pew Babies dating app. For people like a different sections, like a uh, yeah. like I, I want a first lady section. I need right. a uh, section, you know, like all the different sections. Well, well right. hopefully they be that section material because don't be trying to say you a first lady and you ain't first lady material. That, no, no, we, on, see, that, that's 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 the VIP area. You need to get vetted for that area and pay the extra fees to be in the church lady section, <laughs> the first lady exactly. section. You got to pay exactly. the extra. The other sections are free. The dick in this section is free. You know, that's exactly. you know, VIP is the first lady section. Exactly. That's $25 exactly. a month. Right. Okay. Right. Let me write pay. down these notes because we might have to use this. Yes. yes. <laughs> $25 a month for the, the first lady. And you got to be vetted. So that means we need to get your LinkedIn account. We need to get exactly. your Facebook account. We need to verify all these things about you. And you need three references. Exactly. One person exactly. in the church, Amen. one person out, and one person for your for your your job reference. Make sure you got a job. <laughs> See, because they because what's so funny is they vetting you, right? You know what I mean? Right. You're right. thinking that you you know like what the men are vetting you. They trying to judge your character, who you are, what yep. family you come from. Uh, do they hold any uh positions? And that's why I liken it to Game of Thrones because you know in Game of Thrones. You know, it's all about who you are, who your family is. What can you bring to my table? If I, if we join houses, what will be the end result? You know, that's how they really look at it. 
And so that's why I said I, I like that. <laughs> I was never approached by, you know, and I hate to say it like this, but you know, like no no shade to anybody in this position, but no no low-level ministers. It was always bishops, pastors, you know what I mean, men with <laughs> large ministries you know and what then, i mean and, you, and then you end up with the oracle <laughs> see i'm not even the church I, I never wanted to date anybody in the church because i knew how them niggas move like no, move. no. if i'm gonna be with a home i'm gonna be one get one from the hook from the world and from the hood at least them niggas know how to do what they gonna do okay. and, and he's a good person too like that people don't he's get a, it twisted he's yes like him and yes. teddy are like the most I'll, I'll vouch for them for any they can do a murder and i'll be like nope i was he was with me exactly exactly that's right, that's right. exactly exactly but yeah, no, I, I I knew too much about the men in the ministry. So I'm like, no, I want to be with you because you got a boyfriend. That's number one. I'm not going to be nobody's beard. And then two, I'm 16 wow. and you're 35. <laughs> what? Well, you, well, you got to know, they had, they had to remember too. They knew our caliber and our and what we had to offer. So they knew just couldn't anybody step to us. I don't know why they thought they could, but that's another topic for another. No, 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 no. So, okay, you said that you got a boyfriend too, like, like, I mean, like, whoa, like that went that way. Just like the men would approach CJ, a lot of those men also have wives. Yeah, right. And so, a lot of men they were living a double life too. Yeah. They just Who chose not to. in the church big time. They just yeah. don't want to explain it. When you look at the church choir, the choir director, the mm -hmm. it, it's everywhere, but they just mm -hmm. don't want to acknowledge it. Right. 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 So CJ, so like what so did you like when you were like what you you put your foot down? What is the day and the, the moment you were like, I can't do this no more? Oh. What really started it? is after my godmother, which is Eve's uh, auntie, when she died, that was a traumatic experience for me because mm -hmm. I watched her, you know, I'm not gonna get into all the details, but literally I watched her die right in front of my eyes. Mm -hmm. And it messed me up big time. And I was dealing with a lot of insecurities and things in the inside of me already at that time where, okay, I mean, I was in college, I had people in the dudes of the church that wanted me. I had dudes at school that wanted me. Girl, it, it was a lot. And after that happened, I got upset at God. And I, I kind of cursed God for a moment because it was a very confusing time. He know exactly what I'm talking about, not to get fully into yeah. it. And, you know, I'm human, just like you have people in the Bible. When you or really feel like God has failed you or something very traumatic has happened, they turned their back on God. They cursed God. They went on the back end of the desert and had to really get to a place to really know God. And that's pretty much where I am right now. I'm on my back desert and I'm still know God, but getting to know him more. And after that happened, you know, it was just a domino effect of things. There were more deaths at that church. It was more things that were going on. And what really put the tipping point on it is when I was at the other church and when that first lady denied it right there to my face in front of the husband and how they looked. And that's when I say, you know what, God, I need a break. I'm just going to do me and do everyone who mm -hmm. I want to do. Mm -hmm. wow. So that moment we talked about earlier where you all confronted and her just saying, like, it still didn't happen. That was the turning point right there. That was the, the icing on the cake. Mm -hmm. 
So what mm-hmm. made you, I guess, get back to a balance where you could balance your sexuality and being and following God too? Well, one thing people need to know, just because someone is homosexual, bisexual, uh, lesbian, whatever, all the different acronyms of the LGBT, because we know us a lot, mm-hmm. doesn't mean that they can't know and have a relationship with God. Right. And they still can't know God. Just like you have the fornicator. They get up there and preach every day, but they sleeping with everybody in the church. Just like you have the alcoholic. They drinking their life away, but they still have a relationship with God and playing the instrument. We have to remember sin is sin. No matter what kind of sin, there's no sin bigger than the other one or smaller. Just mm-hmm. because the thing is with a lot of people in the church world who knows me, they quote unquote think they know my sin. And because they know my sin, that's what they judge me by. But right. like I said, when I sit here and I look at a lot of them who have still been in church this decade that I pulled myself out, a lot of them, and not all of them, but a lot of them were still in the same place where they was when I left. So that mm-hmm. makes me wonder, how much do you really know and have a relationship with God? Because I know he still deals with me. And if I was to come back and be full throttle right now, I would shoot past all of y'all in the blink of an eye. And that's not being bold. That's not being <laughs> boisterous or nothing. But I know who I am and whose I am. Mm-hmm. Come on and have some confidence in this name. Oh, yeah, that's what I was like, yeah, I was like, man. I was like, man, I need, I need to get the organ going right now. Like, where's, <laughs> where's my little organ at? You know? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what so for y'all two with the Pew Baby show, what is y'all goal for the show of like, like, man, like this is like kind of our directive of like what we wanted to display and show people about the Pew Babies and what we're trying to convey. Okay, I'll go. Um, <laughs> so, um, again, when we started, we really didn't know what form it was going to take. We were just like, let's just do it to say we did it. If it flops, it flops. Um, if it goes well, it goes well. So now we're in season three and we're at a point where we are taking it a, a bit more serious than we did when we first started. Because people just started, started I, saw, I was looking at the numbers. Y'all y'all starting to clock some more numbers over there. <laughs> right. We just started. <clears throat> episode one dropped in May of 2021. And we only did five episodes. And so then we were like, okay, you know, people liking it. So let's do eight. So then in September, we dropped eight more episodes. So now we're getting feedback. Like we're on a network now uh, called Saints of Value. Um, that's... Uh, all over, but it's primarily based in California. Um, we're on YouTube, we're on Facebook, um, and the numbers that you saw on f- YouTube—that's just YouTube's numbers. No, no, you know, Facebook- I know, you know, I know that. You know, oh, know. you did your research. See, 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 see. Come on and do your research. <laughs> you know, we didn't know the impact that it was going to have. So, we—he and I were just talking this morning. What are we going to do? How are we going to grow? What direction are we going to go in? And so we really don't know when you're doing something for God, God gives you an idea and he just asks you to step out on faith. You really don't know exactly where you're going to go. Our hope, if we had to, you know, navigate it, our hope is um, to reach a larger audience to potentially uh, make this a real show. You know what I mean? Um, there ain't, no, just, there ain't no potential. It's already a real show. Y'all already there. I mean, Let's you know what I mean. Like, that's what I'm saying, but I'm saying that y'all already a real show. That's already don't even 
Don't even look at y'all that are real sure. They just got to get on board. Exactly. exactly. I like exactly. that. Come on, somebody. You better. I, I received that. Yeah. <laughs> y'all already a real show. E, I'm telling you, y'all already a real show. That's what we've been told. And so we're just trying to, um, we're just trying to grow the show, man, step by step. You know, take it every day at a time. It's every the little engine that could. Time. People don't understand. It's the little engine that could. You just just yeah. keep on feeding it. You start chugging, 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 chugging. You you pull your momentum up by the what the stuff you've done before. So I yeah. love I love it. I, I mean, I like man, CJ, I'm, I'm gonna have to uh bring you on for some other stuff, man. You have to come on some of the other podcasts, man. <laughs> That's Most definitely. I I you see I'm an open book. I'm not afraid yeah. to talk about nothing. And that's something I had to learn myself. You know, there was a long period where I was not as open and free spirited as I am now to talk about my traumatic experience and all the above. Mm-hmm. But I'm a grown, grown man. And that's why I'm very confident. And if mm-hmm. you're not paying none of these bills or if you ain't laying in the bed with me at night, I don't give a damn. Hmm. 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 So, so Nat, does the, are the people in the church, how do they look at the Pew Baby show from both, from both of y'all? How do they? <laughs> do you want me to take this one or you go no, take you, You're going to take the reins on this one. <laughs> okay. Uh, we have way more support than we do haters. And the haters include the copycatters because, you know, they want to hate and want to talk about us, but yet y'all want to copy and use our material. Mm. because we had the opportunity to even go to a church and watch live and live in color pretty much word for word almost the episode that we had did and we sitting there literally while we were sitting there was multiple people in the church writing us saying that was pew babies pew babies said that pew babies just did that you don't see what they're doing they they, they let y'all come to their live taping and did y'all show right in front of y'all Tried to, tried. Tried to. The, deli- the the response was not the same, nor was the delivery. So, E, what about you? What do you, what do you, how do you think people in the church think about the two babies? Um, I think it's a, a cold slap in the face. Mm. I think that, um, you know, we've become so complacent in where we are and comfortable, and everybody think they're going to heaven, and they think they're living right, and we're just a mirror. You know what I mean? To show you, no, this is, you know, something that needs to be worked on. You know, this is what's really happening. And so this is how people are being affected by your actions or lack thereof. And so, um, like he said, we get way more love. We get more love from Pew adjacent or just adjacent or I'm not even Yeah, I mean, I need to help y'all come up with a scale for like, when y'all have guests, you'd be like, this person is adjacent. Pew adjacent or a pew baby. Like it'd be just basically like so people and they have like a little scale at the bottom. People are like, oh, snap, okay, they pew adjacent. So I know them. That's kind of like me. (laughs) Yeah, I like the pew adjacent. (laughs) Yeah. But you know, they love it. You know, Chris has a friend that's an atheist. He loves the show. You know what I mean? So we our goal is just to reach everybody. You know, we're we're not limiting anybody. Everybody can come to our church. Right. you welcome, in, <laughs> welcome in the house of the pew babies. Exactly. And I think it's good to put out there as well. We're here recently, and I'm not going to say no names or nothing, but it was a pastor uh-huh. who we got to sit down with. Now, this shows, you know, just as well as we want to reach people, but we want to reach 
the bounds of the people in the church too, who owe apologies to pew babies, not just us, but all across the board, because there are a lot of people who have mm-hmm. experienced all kinds of church hurt and why they're no longer in church. But we got to sit down and meet with this pastor and talk with him. And I can report and say he apologized and said he was wrong. And he mm-hmm. acknowledged that he was wrong. And this is someone who is not big on apologizing and give sorry. So being <laughs> that he actually did find it within himself and said the Lord has been dealing with them. It, it's very refreshing to get that apology after all these years, because mm-hmm. this is a decade covered worth apology. So mm-hmm. wow. clearly that lets us know as well that we clearly are doing the right thing. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Man, the few babies. I love, I love, I love this. I love this. I love this. Well, where can they hit all y'all up on all the socials, everything like that? Where can they reach out and check out more Pew Babies and, and y'all of the continent? Um, they can reach us really on everything at the Pew Babies show. Um, you can email us. We're actually in the process of uh, planning and brainstorming for season three. Um, so we're we're looking for ideas. So, uh, yes. Y'all need to bring me on. I, I can tell y'all when I used to be a... Uh, I used to be, I go to the gospel music workshop of America convention. Okay. I was, the, I was in the St. Louis mass choir as a kid. Okay. Pure adjacent realness. <laughs> yeah. 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 The, those are some wild times then, man. Those are some wild times. Yeah. I, I know. I know. Yeah. Cause I used to go to different conferences and stuff. I know it was wild times. It was and like spring break. Leaks at some of these conferences. Yes. <laughs> But um, yep. so we're taking show ideas, um, any feedback, anything that people want to hear about, stuff that needs to be discussed. Uh, you can reach us at pewbabiesshow at gmail.com uh, on Facebook, The Pew Baby Show. Just add us as a friend on Instagram, the same, uh, The Pew Baby Show. And uh, that's pretty much where you can reach us at for right for today, tomorrow. Don't forget about the SOV network. Yes, we're on SOV Network of uh, Saints of Value. That's on Roku and Fire Stick, I believe. You yep. just type in SOV Network, download the app, and boom, we like the, the first or second panel. And you can talk about YouTube on both of the seasons. Yes, YouTube. See, we, we summon everywhere. I'll be forgetting. <clears throat> Let's put in Pew Babies on Google and get to where you need to go. The Pew Baby Show. The Pew right. Baby Show, right. So, okay, right. yeah, the Pew Baby Show. Yeah. Let's put that it in Google. Find it I don't know going to pull up. Right. I don't and, know who's uh, going to pull up neither. And, <laughs> Let and me look and see. my Pew adjacent babies. And, all and the then adjacent. I think you need to clarify as well. You don't have to necessarily be in the church or have church background for you to be a guest on our show. Our right. table is open to everybody. And everyone has something that they can bring to the table. Long as you bring something to the table. Yeah, you can't be just you can't just be taking them from the table and just you know bring something exactly. to the table. Exactly. The Pew exactly. Babies. Well, thank y'all for coming on. Like I, I more than appreciate this. This was super, super, super dope uh, for y'all to uh, check us out and make sure y'all check out the Pew Baby Show everywhere you can get. Peace, y'all.